Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. My name is Toad. Today we're sitting down with Levi Hummin as he comes through his second time playing Stoney's Rockin' Country here in Las Vegas, Nevada. As the first one was a private event with Brett Eldridge. We talk new music with Tim McGraw called Not From California, Walker Hayes, Chase Rice, Michael Waite. We talk about his dad being a songwriter, his mom, and Thistle Farms. You know what? Enough's enough. Let's get to know Levi Hummin. Still on my tab, girl, cause I'm drinking for two. Dropping all my quarters on Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes today, Mr. Levi Hummin. What's going on? Welcome to Las Vegas, dude. Thank you so much. I'm happy I actually made it out here. You, why? Did because, you were fishing because COVID and life and oh. crazy and everything. But I'm I'm just so stoked to be back on the road, man. And fish and fish. And I was just yeah, I literally just got back from a fishing trip in Michigan. So uh, I was kind of drunk on a boat for four days, which was fun. That's a song. Drunk on a beach. Drunk on a boat. Drunk you on think, a boat. You think anyone would go crazy if you wrote "Drunk on a Boat"? <laughs> Hey, I think I did write a song called Drunk on a Boat the other day, actually. You did? It's kind of close to that. Um, but we, uh, it was actually supposed to be a writing camp, so we wrote six songs. Um, but we were out in Lake Michigan, and I ended up catching four king salmon that were like 25 to 35 pounds. And they were awesome. I mean, it was like 20 minutes of fighting the fish, catch it, and then literally take it off the boat onto the grill, cook it up, and it's the best salmon I've ever eaten in my right. entire life. So my buddy Sparky just got back. He went up and saw his brother, I think somewhere in Northern California. And we were joking about this Sunday about getting together and eating, and his girlfriend popped on a little texting and goes, dude, I think Sparky wants salmon. Like that. But it was, a, it was a joke because <laughs> he brought home a whole bunch, and he's been eating salmon for the last four days. He's like, I don't want salmon anymore. Kind yeah, of I, I'm actually over salmon as well, I think, so I think right now. If we go get sushi tonight, you're not getting salmon? I, I, I dip it in so much soy sauce, it doesn't matter to me. Are you one of those sauce guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm so- soy sauce and wasabi.com. Dude, I, I like that, that whole mess of stuff. So you played at Stoney's one time prior. Yes. We discussed this earlier. I should have asked Tanya when the hell that was, but I'm guessing it was probably 2016. It was 2016. I just looked it up a second ago. Okay. Uh, it was the ATM's uh, Ram truck thing. Right. Yeah, and it was with Brett Eldridge, and that was my first ever ACM's. So it was fun to get out here, and it's my first ever time playing a show in Vegas. And it was at Stoney's. It was at Stoney's. Have you played an ACM show since? In I've, Vegas? I've been to the ACMs, and I did, uh, they had like a writer's round thing right, at Losers right. and yep. a few other things. Um, but no, my big only full band show in Vegas ever was Stoney's. I love it. I love it. And now you're back again. Now I'm back. Round two. It's the power of social media that does this sort of thing, I think, for, for yeah, me. Well, yeah, well, I think, didn't we hit each, each other up yes. on the DMs, and I was like, I want to get out to Vegas, and you're like, tell me when. And so I hit you up in my agency, and they were like, they made it happen. Yes. I think that I've been booking the majority of the shows that I've done post-COVID, even during COVID. I don't even call it post-COVID because I guess we're not done with that. Right. But once I was allowed to start doing shows again, I just started reaching out to artists and their management management that I knew, and that's how I've done the majority of the shows is because I know that a lot of the booking agents are short-staffed. Right. And uh, I'm just all about getting the deal done, and then you send it wherever you need to send it. It gets done, and we play a show. Yeah, I mean, for me... Uh, I'm not going to say no to Vegas. I'm not going to say no to you. And then the other thing is just like worked out perfectly. I mean, yeah. like perfect timing and perfect. I mean, it, it couldn't have gone any better. I like it. So I'm trying to think who told me this. I think it was Austin Burke's wife. It was. <laughs> it was good old Lexi Burke. She said your mom has a hand in Nashville that's pretty freaking rad that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, I actually got two kind of cool parents. Um, my dad's a songwriter. Uh, but my mom is kind of the rock star of the family. Uh, she started an organization called Thistle Farms in Nashville, and they help women with a history of drug abuse and prostitution 
get off the streets and they make bath and body care products, healing oils, candles, and they're sold at Whole Foods around the country. Um, and she was named CNN Hero of the Year in like 2016, same year as I wow. last time I played Stonies. See? So, um, no, she's incredible and um, she's a preacher and just is just one of the, I mean, she's, she's truly like a rock star in Nashville. She's, when you go to the mall with my mom, more people ask her for autographs than me. Really? They'll be like, hey, Becca, can you take an autograph? <laughs> so how do they know her? Um, well, she's just like a figure in Nashville. I mean, the Thistle Farms brand in Nashville is huge. Everybody has like a sticker that says, I'm a Thistle Farmer. Gotcha. Um, and then she's just been like touring and she like tours herself. She's 150 dates a year. Doing or, speaking? Speaking. Awesome. Yeah. And so she's, she's pretty well known. And then obviously my dad is a songwriter and wrote Blessed Broken Road and Cowboy Take Me Away and all those songs. So. Oh, wow. So, so uh, let's go to how did you start doing music? Because not every kid just grows up and says he wants to be a musician. I would assume that your dad had a hand in that. Yeah, I mean, my dad didn't push me to be a musician, but there was just guitars and pianos around the house growing up. And um, and I grew up in Nashville, so I was surrounded by country music, and my parents' house is a block away from Music Row. Um, so Still? Yeah, awesome. I still live in the same house that I grew up in. Um, and yeah, I kind of like did music as a hobby for many years and then eventually just the bug took over and I couldn't say no to it and I was in Florida actually at school when I decided I was going to pursue it professionally like college yeah I was there for two years dropped out what and school then it's called Eckerd College okay. in St. Pete Florida I just want to make sure it wasn't like Florida State no, or no. Florida or anything <laughs> like that no it was uh, a little small college and dropped out of college and just said yes and moved back to Nashville and gave it 100 percent so did you start writing first yeah, writing, songwriting is like, I would say I'm a songwriter first. Um, I write all my songs, and I write, I just wrote a song for Tim McGraw on his most recent album. I've had a few other cuts with like Steven Tyler and a few other people. Um, so songwriting is my main thing, and then kind of art, artistry follows that in suit. So do you, do you prefer, like if you had to just pick one of those things? Yeah. Uh, songwriting, um, actually playing or recording, what's your right. favorite out of them all? It's been interesting, man. I... I started as a songwriter. Like, it's all I wanted to do. I didn't care about the artist thing. And then I kind of figured it's like, I can be the only, I'm the only one that can tell my story the way I can. I'm the only one that can sing, sing the songs I want to sing. Like, I don't want to, like, a lot of artists will be like, I don't want to sing that sounds too much like this. I don't want to sing that sounds too much like this. And for me, it's like, no, that sounds like something I would do. Because you wrote it. Because I wrote it. And so um, I can kind of like vision, envision kind of what I want to sing about. And the, like, for instance, you'll hear my set tonight. It's a lot of like dancey, fun, upbeat, just like punch you in the face kind of music. <laughs> I, I heard it during sound check a lot of it. Yeah. So it's it's really fun and it's um energetic and that's kind of where I that's where I am. I can't sit still, so that's <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Um, they make meds for that. But. Yeah, I know. I just never I never <laughs> took any. My mom's a hippie, so I never took any meds. Um <laughs> I heard weed does that. <laughs> ah, true. So I heard I, I, know I just heard it. That's all. That's it. Just heard about it. Yes. Yeah, just heard it. Um but no, I I think um, the artist thing just makes sense for me, and I also love to travel. Right. Um, so travel is like one of my favorite things, and getting to eat food in different cities and kind Dude, of explore. You get paid to write music. You get paid to play music. You get paid to tra- paid to travel. You yep. get paid to hang out with your friends. You, yeah, Dude, that's pretty true. I don't think it gets any better than that. Yeah, I I, I missed it for about a year. D- didn't we all? <laughs> Dude, trust me. I mean, I went from having an artist, a new artist, come through here every single Friday. Yeah. I mean. I can relate. I'm probably way different than you. I mean, I mean, I guess in a sense it's similar but different at the same time. Right. You get to go out and 
miss getting to go out and do the things that you love to do and being in front of people and meeting new people. My attitude was I just like putting on shows. I have fun with it. Right. I like listening to new music. I like sharing new music. And that's what we've built Stonies to be that, like we were talking about earlier, Friday our walk-up crowd's retarded because they just know that at some point that it's going to be something great that's going to be walking through here right. on a Friday night. So. Not at some point, just on Fridays. Right. You know, they know that that's what it's there for. It's like right. they really don't have to do their research. They know they go to Stoney's, they're going to hear some good music and be able to dance to it and find maybe something new or something that they did know. Because yeah. we're, we're not big enough to, you know, after you guys make it, it's really hard for us to get back and, and try and get them back through the doors because <laughs> it's 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 a financial play, especially after this last year. Right. So, I mean, that's our goal is that we we keep... Um, Man, it hit us all in so, diff- so many different ways. And it was interesting sitting in Nashville, not on the road, and just thinking about all your, like, for instance, like Ed Warm out in Chicago, who's a promoter, and like you're all these people you've made relationships with, and yeah. things like it's they're getting you guys got hit so hard as well, hammered, yeah, totally hammered. And Vegas was was uh, our particular place was a lot tougher because they really they really pushed on us because we pushed the envelope to do give people a place. I mean, we're not a sports bar, right? Um, people come here to listen to music, dance, and ride the bull. Well, they right. took our bull from us. They took Is music it still gone? from us. Yeah, the bull won't be back. Oh my till, gosh! Till next had, week. I had friends coming to the show just to ride the bull, man. It'll be back <laughs> next week. We had a. Well, I guess when we were pulling it out, we had an issue with the actual mat itself, so we had to get a new mat made. Well, right. The place that we got it made was in Idaho, and they're on Idaho time, which is slower than slow. And on top of that, <laughs> it's kind of like. Um, their whole shop went to one person. Right. Because they're still not being able to do the stuff. But they, wow. That's why everything costs so much money and everything. I mean, dude, you know what's weird is, so gas in Nashville is a dollar cheaper than it is here. At really? least a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it for two ninety nine a gallon here. I just filled up this morning for $4.39. Well, California is even crazier, but I don't even talk about those people. <laughs> Any of those people. I was born there, but I don't consider myself a California kid because I was born in Riverside, which is the armpit of California, number one. Number two, I was gone before I was a year old and never wow. lived there again. So that doesn't yeah, count. You definitely aren't from California. I'm not from California. No. Actually, that's the song title for my Tim McGraw cut. It's not from California. So. Is it really? Yeah. Swear. Swear to God. And it, that's coming... Did he? Did he it make just it released the it uh, on the Here on Earth album? It really just came out. Yep. I'm gonna have to go listen to it just yeah. because. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen a lot of Tim McGraw. Who knew? I just wrote a song for you this whole Dude, time. See, <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch. Watch me listen to it and just like be like, bro, seriously, that's me. That's me. <laughs> well, it's about a girl, so I don't think it totally relates. Well, I didn't used to be a girl. I'm not one, of, and I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Nothing. What do they call that now when those when when pe- people say that um, I identify as a yep. whatever? I just keep yep. telling people I identify as vaccinated. That's about all I got. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's been your favorite song that you've been a part of so far, whether written or put out there or someone else's saying cut? Well, honestly, this new song I just released with Walker Hayes. It's been it's a funny. It's been song. like just there's a lot of aspects to it that have been fun. One, I released a song right at the perfect time where Walker's fancy like song is just taken off. Was so, it planned for that? No, I, no, we wrote it months ago, had it ready for release. I was kind of worried that when fancy like took off, he would be like, let's pump the brakes on this. I want to just focus on the song. But no, Walker's been like pushing it. He like did a dance to it. Him and his daughter made a dance for it on TikTok. Right. And I've always been like, I don't want TikTok stuff, da 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 da, whatever. And then people start dancing to your song and you like watch it and now there's like three it changes it. Yeah, it's like the trajectory of the song changes and we have already like three million plays, and it's only been like a month and a half. Um, and freaking, this song is, is is crushing right now, and it's just getting started too, which is cool. Um, and I'm actually joining Walker next week in Illinois, 
to join him on stage to actually surprise him for a set. So if you hear this, you'll know I'm coming to Illinois. <laughs> does does he he does he know you're coming? He knows I'm coming. The crowd doesn't know I'm crowd, gonna come, well, but they will. You're a special guest. Yeah, I'm a special guest. That's freaking cool, man. Yeah, Is Walker so. showing up tonight, man? No, dude. I don't even, I don't even <laughs> like that guy. He's played here before. He's in Boston tonight. I just talked to him. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's a cool dude. We he really him, is. We had him on our tailgate outside. I'm happy for him and his uh, and his Applebee's. Like we were talking earlier, I always wondered if Applebee's would pick it up, sort of right. thing, which is kind of cool. That I said I saw the video on or the commercial on TV and was like, "Holy cow!" Just what I was wondering if it was going to happen, and it did. That's which ins- is- it's insane. Honest to God, I mean, like, it, it's insane because how powerful the TikTok thing is. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I mean, just for fun, let's talk about Austin's new song. Yeah. Wet Dream. I, I saw it just on TikTok, but I, don't, I haven't actually heard the actual song. It's crazy. Like, I sit back and, like, I, he sent it to me, and it sat on my phone for a while. And then I listened to it, and then I called him, and I thought it was just, like, maybe a joke or something. Like, he was right. having fun. But then I went back and listened to it again. I went, oh, I get what he's doing. And then all the video stuff came out. And I was right. like, holy cow. Like, <laughs> why do you put your grandma in that sort of position, which you right. should never do? But it was just kind of <laughs> neat that... So I, I like to tell the story. Andrew Janokas, yeah, um, he had a single out that got big on TikTok. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but I was riding with my buddy's girlfriend, and she's not huge country. We went and had sushi one night, and we were driving probably to here, and I played a song, and she started singing it, and I turned it down. I go, how the heck do you know that song? She goes, TikTok. I go, really? shut up. And that's <laughs> when I kind of like sat back and went, oh, my gosh, like, and now my buddy Theo sends me music all the time on TikTok, and nine times out of ten, I've already heard of the artist right. sort of thing. But it, the the platform is like, who would ever thought? Well, I I just played a festival out in New Jersey last week, and legitimately turned left, and half the crowd to my left was actually doing the dance on the TikTok dance. Beautiful to the left, and it's like the song itself lends itself to it, but also I never envisioned that. I mean, that wasn't part of the plan. I was like, right. I'm writing a TikTok song today. You just write a song it's kind of fun to dance to and then all of a sudden it just does its own thing well and like you'll see tonight in 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 our vein of what we do people dance to music there's a lot of singles that are made that people put dances to just for that single and there's a like we have a song called doctor doctor and it plays to the song doctor doctor right i got a bad case for loving you whatever but they have a specific dance that they only do to that song wow so and that's been around for years so this is common, but the other side of it all is who would ever thought that you would use a social media platform to push a single like yeah, that, right? Per se, and that organic as well because very like that's it's all just new people and it's all like people that are not your just general general audience, either. right? It's awesome. I think it's awesome. What's the one thing you took from twenty twenty that like like I know nobody's really happy that it happened per yeah. se, but what's the one thing that that you learned from it that just made you a better man? Well, meeting a girl probably is. <laughs> I actually met uh, my girlfriend, and we met during COVID, and I feel like it pushed us to be such a stronger, uh, in a stronger relationship. And I, it was the first relationship that I've ever really posted on my own socials and been really, really confident in. And yeah, um, yeah it's just, I feel like I had the time for the first time in my life to fall for a girl and fall in love. And um, that definitely made me a stronger person. Um, also having time with my family and we got to just literally, my family lives in Nashville. I live about eight miles away and just got to spend so much time with my mom and dad that I haven't spent in my entire life because my dad toured back in the day. My mom's constantly preaching on the road and I've been on the road as well. So like moments I will, I will never take for granted. It's kind of neat that as, as, um, bad as it was, it, a lot of people, 
I don't know. I found new things to do, things that I wasn't into before, things that I always wanted to do. You found yeah. yourself with more time. I renovated my house. So dude. Did that. I bought a CNC machine and started whittling wood. I mean, I've always played with pallets of wood and made clocks out of spools and done stuff like that. But then yeah. I'm like, my girl wanted a, she wanted these Scrabble tiles and she was going to buy them on Etsy. And I'm like, well, I want this machine. So I just think we should just buy the damn machine and I'll just <laughs> make them. And now that's turned into a little side hustle that we sell these tiles for six plus dollars a piece. And they the cost on them is like 80 cents. And oh, wow. They pay for shipping and it's just a little bit of time. Keeps her busy. And I mean, because she still works from home. And it just makes life easy per se. I yeah, guess, I, guess, I guess you could say that. Is def- one of the, is the machine you're talking about the one that spins the wood kind of thing? No, it's actually a. Um, so I'm a graphic designer by trade. So yeah. I live in Illustrator. So I draw whatever I want in Illustrator. Then I put it into their their software, and I have a. Um, I guess a, a router, in the machine talks to the router, and the router cuts it out in wood, whatever oh, wow. you want it to be. So it's kind of like. Uh, anything you want out of wood. So in Idaho, we have a Stoney's up there. This is my funniest story about Idaho. Uh, we have a Stoney's Roadhouse up there. It's pretty big. It's out in the middle of nowhere, uh, which is kind kind of cool. But in the bathrooms, I I made signs that said Caitlin this way, Bruce that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I made it on my CNC machine, which and they're pretty big and it's pretty dope. But a lot of people laugh at it. But yeah. I'm like, for me, it's like, where, who else would make that for you? Right. Nobody. Right. So exactly. It's kind of thing. So yeah. did you make the one that says, "Don't be a dick"? Um, no, actually, my machine will do that, but right. um, I also bought a laser in, engraver. But gotcha. that one I did the artwork for and sent it off to get done. And, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. You made that. that was, that's cool. Yes, that's something that we're very, 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 very prideful around here because it's, I mean, it falls into anything. Right. I mean, just sure. don't be a dick, man. Just do. It, you can be whatever you want. Just don't be a dick. Have fun. <laughs> get drunk, but don't be a dick. That's right. kind of our, our, our attitude. Um, <laughs> 2021. We're about halfway through it now. Yeah. Like, w- what are your goals for the rest of the year then going into 22? Well, just released this song with Walker. Um, I got a bunch more songs coming out. Um, I haven't announced this yet, but uh, people pretty much know I'm going on the road this fall, and we have a huge tour planned, and I can't wait to announce it. I'm super stoked about it. Uh, I got shows with Chase Rice, a couple with Fillmore, a couple with Michael Ray, and then, yeah, just rocking along. Chase Rice, out of that, is the only one that has not played here. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we we play with him at Old Smoky, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Oh wow, is yeah. that like Old Smoky? Is that like a distillery? This, yeah, so Old Smoky, it's national national distribution, but they make moonshine whiskey and we I have it here. Beer. I'm not saying we have it here, but we have it here. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'll buy my drink some of that tonight. I'll I'll decide that. <laughs> I'll decide what you can have. Put that on my rider. <laughs> Too late, dude. I already signed off on it. <laughs> You get the green M and M's. That's it. I knew it. So you you're looking forward to getting back out on the road. Yeah. Hopefully, um, it stays that way. I know that bands like FGL and Garth Brooks just canceled their shit. So right. you sit back and wonder, like, don't even put that evil on me, man. I don't want to. <laughs> I, dude, trust me. I put it on you. I'm putting it on myself because because right. we suffer just as much. I mean, yeah. the the end of the day is like I don't want to go back to trying to sneak away, dude. So our cap was during all the COVID stuff was 200 people. So I was having artists come out and play acoustic paying them the best I could right, just to get them out of their house. Hey, you can sell it out a lot easier, though. Ha! We sold out just about every one of them. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and if we didn't, uh, definitely a problem. We had a kid from um, from from uh, Salt Lake City come down here that had never played Vegas. Uh, and he, uh, I'm proud of him. He hustled. And yeah. 200 people, I mean, in a market you've never been to before, that's that's a lot of people. And he did. Yeah. His name is Carver Lewis. He, he killed it, man. Cool. So I, I thought it was pretty rad. Pretty freaking rad. Well, t- 2016... Being my only show here, I, I'm ca- calling this my first show in Vegas. <laughs> I like it is. It is your first show in Vegas. Well, both times. I yeah. mean, I don't, dude. I don't even. I guess I do remember there was an opener. I was so so frustrated that night because 
we literally, that show popped up after uh, Dylan Scott's show. Um, that one got handed to me because there was a PD here one night and he got drunk and just started talking shit. And I called him out on it the next day. So <laughs> I, he goes, I can get you Dylan Scott here for 1500 bucks. I said, sweet, I'll call you tomorrow. So I called him tomorrow. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, bullshit, dude. He goes, well, I guess I'm a man of my word. Right. So we booked the show. <laughs> and then Tanya, our events girl, comes back and says, dude, I'm doing the Dodge Ram thing. It, I think it got over at like nine. Right. And um, we literally flipped this room in about 10 minutes. Because I don't remember, like, if you remember, on the stage, they had this big old thing that covered our Stony sign. Right. That was Dodge Ram. Because not yeah. one thing in here said Stonies. Everything looked like we were at the Dodge Ram place. Right. And, um, it was that was a, a stressful night because we literally flipped the room in ten minutes and then filled nine hundred people got in here in about twenty five minutes. He went on at ten and it was pretty wow. badass night. I mean, I don't know if you guys did you guys leave that night or did you stay? I was so I was signed a big machine back then and I had to do like radio stuff like right after that. So um, you bailed? Yeah, I bailed pretty much. That's crazy. But we, I think I went straight to MGM honestly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just start gambling. <laughs> did you win? Um. Knowing me, probably not. Probably not. How yeah. long are you guys in town now? I'm flying to uh, South Bend, Indiana tomorrow to play a show. What time do you leave in the morning? Oh, 7 a.m. Oh, shit. So you got no time for gambling. Yep. That's a good thing. I'm just in and out. Yeah. Save it's your good money. for me. I always say that Vegas is not this beautiful because people like me and you win. Right. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> happen. I hit a Royal a couple years ago, Christmas, like two days before Christmas, in the grocery store. Really? Yeah. Uh, what we, does a Royal mean? Uh, a Royal Flush. Oh, yeah. Pays 1000 bucks. I put a 20 in, uh, video poker. Um, I got, I went all the way. So it's, it's, uh, five, a dollar 25 a hand. I went all the way down. I think I had like $2 and 50 cents left. And I went, I yelled at the machine. I go, this is just fucked up. I said, I've gotten a pair of jacks one time. (laughs) My next hand I held, I think like a king of diamonds or something like that. And the rest was dealt to me. And I, and I, I tell this story with a lot of pride. Everybody in that grocery store that night knew I hit the Royal. You just start I just yelping. went nuts. Dude, come on. 20 bucks to 1000 the day before Christmas or two <laughs> days before Christmas? It doesn't... Yeah, that's a and, godsend. And in a grocery store. We play craps a lot here. Like, uh, my girl's mom and I uh, will go to one of the casinos, one of the local ones. Yeah. And uh, Heather's my girl. You'll meet her tonight. She'll be here. She, um, Her and her dad play video poker. I like it, but I don't love it. I right. like to play craps. So me and her mom go play craps all the time, and we'll I'll bring 100, and I'll give her 50. I'll take 50. And we'll play, and then it usually works. We, like... Like, knocking on wood. I think there's been like two times that we haven't won, and we played like twenty times. Wow! Like, and we always walk out. Like I've walked out with six, seven hundred bucks. Rolling dice, dude. Rolling dice. That's what I need. I might do that tonight before I go to bed. Just a couple times. You should just because close to your place is the Silverton, and that's yeah. one of the local places, or the South Point, just what a little about, bit further down. We're staying at the Win. Is that a good? Spot? Are you staying at the Win? Yeah. I probably wouldn't gamble there. Because <laughs> that place, is, I always do this. I look around, I go, God damn, this place is beautiful. Yeah, they're probably not giving out money. Right. Because <laughs> that place is gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's honestly one of the prettier ones I've been to. Yeah. I'm not. I'm trying to think of what's, Bellagio's still nice. The wind is nice. I just went to Resorts World um, a couple weeks ago and kind of farted around there, and it's an interesting place. It's huge. Yeah. And brand new. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I honestly, I like Vegas for one day. That's all I need. Just like do my do the work and get out of here as fast as possible. Well, the there's nothing good for me in Vegas, honest to God. The food is the only good thing here. Yeah. Stonies, uh, gambling is not. Um, yeah, and the rest is all just guilt, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of guilt here. <laughs> sin. I call it guilt, but some people call it sin. I call it straight guilt because you wake up the next morning going, <laughs> "Did I just do that? Did I just do that?" Yep, it's rad. Well, dude, thanks for the time. Of course, that was fun. Tell people how to find you online. Just Levi Hummon everything, L-E-V-I-H-U-M-M-O-N, and Instagram, TikTok, 
Facebook, all that good stuff. Follow me. You got a lot of stuff coming. No one runs your shit. You do it all yourself. I do it all myself. Still, even like we've actually kind of gotten I got like one hundred twenty thousand on Instagram and like it's been it's crazy. But I still I still want to like be the guy talking to the fans. Like I don't want people to DM for me. It just feels weird. I don't right. like it. So you'll never get to that. Even I'm, when you I get a might, million, I might get to it eventually. I'm like getting close. I'm like, it's getting a little. Something's get a little creepy. <laughs> We're not gonna end this yet because I have another question. Yeah. Since you played with Brett Eldridge, I know that whenever he gets a number one, he takes his camp and they go on a trip. Right. I read that online. Is there something that that like traditions that you have, let's say before a show that you like to do, and something that when you get to the point when you get to number one, something that you know that's something that you eventually want to get to, that's a milestone for you, something that you want to achieve and do, similar to what like Brett Eldridge does. Yeah, man. I love my, my tradition in every market I go to is just find good food. I have to eat like one good meal before a show. Gotcha. Um, and then I think, you know, I want to be able to be the guy that like hooks his band up and thinks of them as like the rock stars in the group. So today, for instance, we're staying at the win and I gave my drummer and guitar player the better rooms and I took the crappy ones. So right. <laughs> that's, that's always my mentality is like, like they're out here working, and I'm just so appreciative of that. And I don't know when I, when it does happen, when success happens like that, we'll see what happens. It'll, it'll, there'll definitely be some some jewelry going around. Yeah, I just <laughs> think it's I I forget where I, I read that at about Brett Eldridge, but I just thought that was the neatest thing in the world that when he gets a number one, clearly he's doing just fine in life. That yeah, he sits back and they they go to some different place every single time, and it's kind of like wow, man. I think that would be rad to be able to. That's in a sense paying it forward. I yeah. guess what you're doing is pretty rad too. I'm I mean, paying for it. <laughs> There's another song. Featuring Walker Hayes. <laughs> gotcha. Dude, thanks for the time. Of course. I had a pretty good chance taking her home till I called her you. Yeah, the offer plate went by church and I almost.